Hello, this is Johnny Tacos. I've always been a lover of music. The way the drums beat as my heart. The way the guitar sings louder than the vocalist. And the way the song is written. You would think it was how each word just coexisted with the other word. Music has always been a tool for good and evil. Music has always been a way to soothe the heart, to mend the broken, to relax the unnerved, to scream out the angry, and to worship. So please join me as we take a trip and we listen to these wonderful musicians with their art as well as their love songs to God. And I am Johnny Tacos, and this is Origin. Origin.
What's up, guys? This is Johnny Tacos here again with another informative and exciting episode of Origin Stories. Today, I have Stephen McConville from the band Confessions of a Traitor. Man, I try to make it dramatic, and I can't. I can't do it. I'm not a very dramatic person. If you lived my life, uh, it's not very dramatic. Now the I'm events sure. around me are dramatic, but not me. <laughs> so, but uh, we're actually having two separate time shifts in this in- interview. So I just woke up. He's probably already had lunch and enjoyed a nice little walk around, you know, London and enjoying the other side of the pond where I get to stare at the walls for my first thing in the morning. So, but anyways, before we get into this episode, cause you know, this is always strictly professional. Uh, you like t-shirts and you know what? Valentine's is coming up and what's the greatest thing you can give a person for Valentine's to show how much you love Johnny tacos is to give your love a Johnny taco shirt. Yes. It is only $20 for a t-shirt, but if you're a good person and you decide to buy two people, you know, one for your wife and one for your child, then I'll give it to you two for 30. You can't beat that with a bat. Now I'm going to start singing that song from the 90s. But anyways, uh, if you want, if you're interested in a t-shirt, please um, contact Twisted Glitter and put in the code Valentine's. 23 valentine 23 and you'll get that buy one get one for uh you know all together for 30 dollars. but anyways enough of that senseless point we're here to talk to steven we're here to ask him questions about his lovecraft songs no uh we're here with steven from all the way on the other side of the pond how are you doing today I'm good, mate. I'm good. It's uh, bitterly cold in London. Um, I say bitterly cold. It, it probably doesn't compare to half America. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good, man. I'm good. Um, like you said, I'm, I'm midway through my day. I think we're a good eight hours apart, but uh, feeling good, feeling strong. Got And I've got a nice cup of tea, as any good English person should do during a podcast. What kind of tea do you drink? Earl Grey? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm actually a, a good fruity tea fan. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I like to be a little bit exotic. No, oh. Normally, you think the lead singer in a metal band would be banging lots of drugs and smashing lots of alcohol. And unfortunately, I'm probably the most boring frontman of a of a hardcore band you'll meet. <laughs> actually, I have met so many people. It, it's amazing. People give the the worst stereotype to metalheads. They're like, "Oh, you live a life through speed and." going crazy and all that your music <laughs> reflects your life and i was like and he's like yeah okay yeah that's it i'm like oh man i thought i was gonna have this the first time i ever interviewed a metal band uh was like in 92 and they were i thought they were gonna be like crazy you know everything's gonna be all crazy there's gonna be crazy stories the guy says um yeah, I was uh after the after the concert I just sat in a van and I wrote more music. 
And I go, well, what about all these girls and all that that want to come up? Uh, I usually tell the bouncer to let them know that I've already left. So he just sit there and just play this music. Which, you know, it's good if you love your if you love your music and you love keep mm-hmm. on doing it. That's awesome. Uh there's cause you have to have a limit. You have to have your stage presence. And then yeah. you have to have your, your home presence, right? A hundred percent. And I think it's you've gotta have like you've gotta have that balance. And I think the moment you come off stage you should just revert back to you know who you are because it's a complete personality switch. But at the same time, you still want to project you know the the positivity and energy that you bring with it. But I get it, I, and I, I get why so many uh, you know big bands have different names and different stage names because it is it's a complete shift when when you're on on there. It just gives you a, a different form of energy. Well, that's funny because I'm Johnny Tacos 24-7. You know, this is me. This is who I am. <laughs> I go outside and I'm I'm weird. When I come on the podcast, I'm weird. You know, I just got to keep it 100, 100%. Is that, is that what the kids are saying? Weird. Is that what the, the kids are saying? Keep it 100? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, you know, do, do I call you Mr. Tacos? No, is that no. what you were referred to? Now you're going to make me feel older than you. What are you, uh, 28? No, I'm, I'm actually a little bit older than than I look, fortunately. I'm 34. 34? So so you're like a little brother. I'm 46. Yeah, So okay. you're like a little brother. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bully you the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I never had an older brother, so uh, I, I'll I'll embrace it. So do you have any siblings? Yeah, I've got a younger sister. Oh okay, so you're the protector, the bullier, the bullier. No, I mean the protector. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah. the same definition if you put it exactly in yeah. childhood. You know, it's the same definition. Oh, nobody can bully you but me. <laughs> and if they do heaven heaven's wrath shall fall upon you oh oh he's he's quoting it he's quoting it here he goes all right uh but uh talk a little bit about your growing up how um did you grow up in a christian atmosphere well yeah so my parents were irish um and they emigrated over to the uk um and there's a very heavy um sort of Catholic, Roman Catholic upbringing. Um, so they, they came over and we were raised very, very Catholic from, from the get go. Um, you know, we have lots of religious emblems, the crucifixes hanging all around the house, Bibles everywhere. And my, uh, my mother used to hang, uh, religious memorabilia off me, um, left, right and center whenever she could. Um, and then it just kind of, you know, developed from there. Cause as you, as you kind of, you grow up, you start to read a bit more and yeah, it's, it's heavily influenced me from the get go. So, um, we've, I guess when you've, when you've had that kind of upbringing from the get, from the get go, it's just forms a good part of your personality and uh, your belief system moving forward and how to live your life as a, as a decent human being. Um, and then obviously with that, we've got reverends and ministers and bishops and, uh, whatnot in, in, in the family. So one of my cousins is the archbishop of Cardiff. Um, so whenever we go around there, there's, you know, he's draped in his, uh, religious memorabilia. Um, 
and you know, uh, it's it's good fun. Um, very very traditional upbringing, but yeah, kind of uh, when my uh, when my friends hear about my uh, very very Catholic upbringing, they're they're quite surprised at how strict it was. But it was good. I enjoyed it. So you have the full complete chess set as a family. You got the bishop, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except for yeah. except for the king and queen, right? Exactly. So, but uh, yeah, and it must be different um, because being a Catholic, you never think you would never think you would be in a metal band. But didn't you um, convert into just being a Christian from the Catholic ways and just went in towards a a different part of the Christianity? Yeah, I think you kind of. I guess when I was growing up, like uh, I started listening to like heavier music, and I always I always had this affiliation with like I think my first metal record that I bought was Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory. Um, but the the irony is is that the the very first record I bought was Destiny's Child Survivor, um, and obviously yeah, that I can has see. not. I, yeah, 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 yeah. You could. Uh, we'll have to edit that out. This is a metal show. Good stuff. Uh, no, no, keep show. it, keep it in. Because <laughs> I'm a strong, independent woman that doesn't need no man. Um, so yeah, I, and I, I just kind of you know I obviously kind of resonated with that, that sound, and then um, as you kind of grow up and the YouTube and the internet really broke through when I was at, at university. And I, I started to, I say, find and discover bands. Um, and then I realized that, you know, I didn't just have to have to listen to church choirs and, and stuff like that to get gospel or anything like that. And realized that bands like August Burns Red and the Devil Wears Prada, were an absolute, you know, formulation of that Christian influence for me. I started sort of reading into the lyrics and the meanings behind things and realized that there was more to it. Now, what isn't really discussed over here, which is a big, big thing in, in the States, is that there is no Christian metal scene in the UK. It, it just doesn't exist. Um and knowing that there there was something else out there in the in the states, you know, formulated a huge part of my upbringing um, when it came to influences and you know my sort of transition over to, to Christianity because uh, it was something that I resonated with. Obviously, like I've got a, a really strong affiliation with the uh, the Catholic uh, background, but with when it comes to that kind of musical influence it was you know that's the way in which i my my kind of faith was formed um in, in a much stronger uh and compassionate way if hopefully that makes sense yeah it makes sense it's it's your relationship rather than <laughs> your religion it's your relationship with jesus christ yeah than absolutely the, than the religion because people get that mistake when people say, oh, I'm a religious person, it's just like the Pharisees. They all just went straight, strictly to the to the laws, kept to the laws and were like to to uh, went up all the way to them being the law instead of God being the law. And, that, mm-hmm. and then Jesus came by and he kind of rocked the world and the Pharisees started feeling that loss of grip of, of the power of the. Mm-hmm. Because they were following that religion, but they weren't following a relationship, you know. Mm. 
and, and I think when you when you look at you know there are differences between there, there are a lot of differences between Catholicism and Christianity but they're all kind of housed under this you know umbrella of of being a Christian so you know I have it, it's hard to to put to bed the influences a very young influence especially from you know my mother and my father and, and my family so it still holds a lot of um uh, I guess bearing on 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 what I uh, you know on what I I write at the moment and you'll see in some of the music that we've done there is a little bit of um Catholic imagery within some of our our music videos because there are some very metal points in the whole Catholic history you know if if you're over there you learn about the saints and all that like wow that that right there is like metal you know yeah absolutely (laughs) so so it's just perfect of your Catholic upbringing to you being in the metal band in the metal scene so um well growing up listening to the heavier stuff uh, well, I wouldn't call Lincoln Park heavy, heavy stuff. You know, me, I grew up a, about a decade before you did. So, you know, my influences were like the, the big four, Metallica, mm. Megadeth, Anthrax, Slayer, you know, uh, those right there. Those are what I considered heavy. But I do like God Rest uh, Chester, you know, um, I did. I do like Lincoln Park. It was like a breakthrough. So do you feel like a breakthrough? Do you feel like your music is actually going to be a um, a, a, a way that, uh, you know, that you paved a way for other artists in the UK that want to do metal, Christian? I, I hope so, because it's been it's been an interesting ride like ever since you know i've become more outspoken about you know the my lyrical influences and my faith that people have kind of stood up and listened obviously the the american side of things has embraced it wholeheartedly and um hearing uh, an english band um, from an American's perspective is, is just completely different. Like we've, we've heard, you know, we've had a lot of people come forward and with, you know, an absolute, the amazing volume of support and then small sects of people within the UK are like, Oh, Oh my God, I didn't realize that you, you held such faith and, um, you know, I believe as well. And, you know, people within smaller communities have reached out to me, uh, and I've formed such incredible friendships and bonds with them since, uh, you know, uh, since the release of, uh, our album punishing myself before God does, um, which was an out, you know, a bit, I say a very outspoken, um, writing style on, on my behalf and an absolute conscious effort to do so. Um, so there are acts in the UK, um, but there aren't many. Um, so, you know, I'm hoping that through our music and through our message that will spread. Uh, and you know, if it, if it doesn't, then fair enough, people can just come and enjoy us and the music as well. But I just enjoy writing about 
what I want to write about and not trying to trying to hide it, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Because everybody that I have interviewed on that side of the pond yeah. were either contemporary or I even uh, in, um, interviewed Peter 118, the um, Christian punk man. Uh, which is to me, you know, because in UK was the beginning of the punk scene. Yeah. So yeah, it was. So I got, I got a, I was honored to interview him. Very, I, I love interviewing people from UK because you are very, uh, very nice to talk to. Very, you know, you're not too crazy. But I don't <laughs> think anybody's really too crazy over there to UK. Well, I, I don't know. I can get political, but I'm not getting political. <laughs> but uh, going through um, music, you you were actually um, signed with uh, Face Down Records. Did that Absolutely. open that? And you said that opened up windows, you know, for the American scene. But there, there's also the Mexican scene in Mexico. Yeah, they're huge, huge metal fanatics over there. And usually when a metal band goes to Mexico City, Mexico City shut down because everybody's at the concert. Uh, have you performed over there? No, no, not at all. And uh, do you know what's been interesting is we've seen small sects of, of um, uh, like Mexicans start to follow us on our socials and on our platforms. And we can see spikes in our listener base over there. And it's like, oh, okay. I never really thought about it, but there is a very, very big Christian scene over there, and we've heard a lot about it. I think, you know, when it comes to to touring America, obviously being signed to Face Down Records based in California, that's where we we're, we're going to end up. We are going to end up touring over in the states, but it's not possible, or it's not been possible before. Um, it comes down to the finances. It's so expensive for a, for a, a UK band to go and tour in the States because of the, um, the visas that we are required to get for it. Um, I don't know if that differs in Mexico. Um, I think it, for us, it will be, it's more important to get over to America where we're seeing a lot of people start to embrace our music and embrace our message. Um, and then start to drift into, into other countries. Uh, but you know, we're talking for a band that our size to get over, it might be like eight to $10,000, um, before we've even bought the flights just to sort out a visa. So it's very expensive, but it's an investment we're willing to make, um, to, to come and support the release of the album. Um, so you, You've been, uh, your music experience has been seven years. Uh, was that yeah. for the band or is that, is that your personal? Oh, so, so, oh, as in, in the band. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, um, we've been playing together, uh, since about 2013, 2014, but we, you know, released a little, um, EP before then, um, had a shift around in members and then released what we consider to be our official first record in illuminate in 2017. Um, 
because, you know, we sort of geared our, our, what we wanted our message to be, how we wanted to, to really present ourselves around that stage. Um, it's been, a, it's been a journey, uh, as you can imagine. Um, and you know, working through COVID and everything like that has, has, has absolutely formulated who we are, but, um, it's, it's been an incredible experience so far. You know, like I said, we've been a band for a little while and we've really kind of played through Europe a fair bit. We've been over to Russia, Eastern Europe. Um, and you know, we've got two albums under our belt and two EPs. So we really want to start off the back of this record, supporting it abroad a bit further into, you know, America and everything like that. But I think with, the release of punishing it's been a, a real true representation like i said of the message that we or i i really have have wanted to spread um and that's definitely been resonated through the christian community in the states so you think this record out of all of them is your your opus uh i mean Right now, yeah, <laughs> but it's it's definitely you know it's formulating or at least opened the doors to a more direct message that I've started to write. You know, you continuously write as as you go. I'm quite a creative person, and the boys, you know, they write a lot as well. Um, the the lyric writing is is about ninety five percent me, and the, the music comes down to the rest of them, and. Um, it's, you know, having been more open and honest about how I feel is liberating and to see it resonate as well as it has is only pushing me further down that route. Um, and it's, it's, like I said, it's really liberating to, to actually write how you feel. Um, and it's definitely very cathartic. So I feel like, you know, when, you know, there's inevitably going to be another record, um, if not many more, that should, you should start to see a more honest and, you know, uh, I guess direct, uh, message through that. And that, that has been reflected in, in, in the writing on punishing as well. It's very honest and it's very direct. So, and and you feel because because writing music is the ultimate way of expression, you know, because you're able to put it out not only through words but through sounds and through feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, are you current? You like you said you're you're a very creative person. You have some songs already ready for the next album. We, I mean, we are writing uh, as we speak. Um, I think, you know, I'd be lying to you if I said that we, we have, we haven't got uh, material that we're, we're sitting on. Um, and we're going to be heading into the studio at some point again, uh, in the not so distant future. So, you know, we want to capitalize on, on what we've done with this record and continue to grow as, as a band. And, um, I know face down are incredibly supportive of it. So, you know, we've, we've seen a tremendous, um, increase in the amount of people who, who started, have started to follow us, who we call our, our extended family for one of a, a not so cheesy, uh, cheesy line, but yeah, we've seen a, a huge amount of support off the back of this record and 
we just want to continue um, growing with it. Yeah, and because uh, I listened to some ads, I guess face down put for y'all. Um, yeah, on Instagram. And that's what really turned me on to your band was the high energy of of it all. Um, but uh, let's get to the let's get to the band. Uh, Confessions of a Traitor. Is that about Judas? Is it like the? Do you know? Do you know what? It, originally, it's it's not actually a, a message like that. Um, it's it was more of the internal catharsis of how you know. I feel that, you know, I have sinned through my life and the band's message is, is, is that release of me being able to, I guess, cleanse my soul, uh, knowing, and, and I guess allowing people to know that we can make mistakes, but through, you know, the correct messages and, and, you know, writing your life and, worshiping in the way that you you feel is is necessary you can right the wrongs and redeem yourself so it's very much an intrinsic look on the message that you should be spreading if that makes sense yeah because when i when i first uh heard about your band i was like that just reminds me of like judas you know because he was the traitor to to jesus he sold him out yeah, but then you know he did say some words before he killed himself, and that was kind of a confessional. I just can't remember what he said. So, but well, uh, it's, it, it's a big part of the, the Catholic community is to is to go to confession every Sunday, and I feel like you know that was a as a heavy influence, you know, to make sure that I was a good person and. I think if if you can take any message from the band or the band's name, it's that it's like you you are welcome. Just leave leave the sin in at the door. You know we we can we can all redeem our souls uh, in in that format. Um, no one's no one's going to be left behind. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely that intrinsic look um, and allowing people to take take whatever message they want so like yourself if, if that's the message that you take from the band name amazing um if it if for somebody else they're they're lost and they feel like they need a bit of direction and they and they hear that and they think okay well actually this has given me the light that i need to to guide me in the right way even better uh so are, are there any future plans going on anything you want to promote um I mean, you know, we're playing uh, a number of festivals and a number of shows in the UK. Um, we've got uh, a couple of headline shows um, in some smaller venues, and then we're playing uh, some larger festivals uh, throughout the year. So I guess it would be keep an eye on our socials for some announcements. Um, but there's, there's a lot of stuff we, I physically cannot talk about at the moment because um, – I mean, you know, like I said, America's where we're where we're we're gonna be performing. Um, I just can't talk about where it's gonna be yet, which is, I mean, it's exciting, but it's, uh, um, yeah, it's it's just you, you keep keep your mouth shut until the announcements are made. If that makes sense. Yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking 
Dallas. You should come play in Dallas. Dallas used to love to. Dallas used to be the metal scene back in 2000 uh, because you know Papa Roach was was from here. Um, yeah. Even goes a little further back to Pantera when Pantera was here. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan was mm-hmm. from here, so it was a huge rock and metal scene throughout the uh, 80s, 90s. It started fading away around the 2000s, mm. you know, but uh, I have a feeling it's, it's coming back, you know, slowly but surely, you know, just like uh, fads happen. They go in Absolutely. and out. So there's, a, there's an ebb and a flow to it. Yeah. Which I, I need to go. I want to go boating. So I'm thinking about flowing. And, and, <laughs> uh, so. But uh, we're getting close to the end of the show. We're going to be playing Lovecraft because I just I I'm a Christian, but I do love Lovecraft's um, the way he wrote mm-hmm. about um, about his his world and about his his uh, older gods. You know his, his kind of his kind of fictional uh, atmosphere. I just love yeah. the way he wrote. Um, to make people think it's it's more of a delirium than than actual events, and uh, you know he's he's up there with uh, Token because I, I love Token's work as well. As you know, I'm hitting all the uh, UK stuff. You know, just, <laughs> just you know, it's um, when I was doing my research on on Lovecraft and everything like that, like all the stuff he's written is madness, absolute madness. And, you know, for me, I, I like dropping little pop culture. I say pop culture, like references to things that I enjoy into song titles and into song names and actual lyrics itself. So I'm, you know, quite, when I say direct, I, I, I like wearing my influences on my sleeve. Um, so you know, yes, the the Christian belief is is threaded through everything I write, but at the same time, I have other influences that pay. I, I like to pay homage to as well. And you know, you, your um, your full message is about Christianity. It's about about Christ, uh, but you have to blend it in to help. Uh, you know, for people that are not Christians. You know, so they can hear your music and actually understand, you know, your your relationship. And they they tend to to do that when you do subtly, you know, you walk in just like Jesus, what Jesus does. He doesn't go in there and forces his way into your heart. He knocks on the door. He asks for permission. You know, let me in. Let me in. Um, you know, unlike the enemy, which uh, kills, steals, and destroys through mm-hmm. and wrecks, um, and that's the way I think a lot of worship music should be. It should be a subtle, because um, mm-hmm. you can't just jump into ice cold water to go for a swim. You have to dip your toes in there, especially yeah. if you're weary, especially if you've been broken or church hurt. What they call, you know. There, there's a, there's a time where you just have to gradually 
gradually go in there and then you're fully back into like all right i'm ready to listen to some chaotic <laughs> resemblance or and some you know confessions i'm ready to listen to them i'm ready to to forget about the uh, secular music because it, yeah. it it doesn't fill me like christian music does so and it's uh, a path it's, yeah it, it's definitely you know i i think it you need to look into the lyrics like it's it's obvious when you read them it's obvious when you when you look into certain sections. I like to lace um, the, the the lyrics that are right with emotion, and that's what hooks people in. It's it's the relatable nature of life, you know, trauma, death, uh, passing, um, just general general relationships, and how how people deal with it. But then when you look deeper into the lyrics and, and how they're formed, it's, well, actually it is that, that belief in, in God, that belief in Jesus and how, how to approach life and how to um, build yourself to be a better person and, and how you can be forgiven for the things that you have done and, and the way in which people, in which you've treated people as well. And, and ultimately, like I, I want to spread a, a positive message um, to know that we can be redeemed and, and that we can live to be good people, w whatever has happened. Amen. Amen to that. Uh, again, thank you for being on the show. Um, I was looking forward to, to meeting you because, you know, your music is very, very outspoken. It's very heartfelt. And Thank you. With, with that, with that nice, you know, killer riffs in the background, and the, and you know, just the the heavy heaviness of the vocals, it just mm -hmm. it just weighs down, just perfect. It, it's something that you would see in a secular band, you know. But um, I am so glad that you're in the Christian metal band and you're helping out with your ministry because your 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 music is your ministry, and thank you. You know, you're you're saving so many people. And and uh, I can see I see it happening more and more. I see like a wave of more and more band members coming through through the UK and saying, "I want to be a Christian metal band like Confessions," you know. And I see you paving the way for more and more. Maybe we'll have a British invasion, like back in the <laughs> back in the uh, what the sixties and seventies, and then again on the alternative in the nineties. So. You know, it's, oh, it's, it's due time. It's due time. It's, yeah. it's, it's 20 years. It's due time. <laughs> I hope so. And I, you know, I really appreciate what you're saying because to know that, the, like I said, the message is resonating with yourself and that you can, you can see them one, the music for what it is. And then two, the lyrics for what they are. And, you know, it's not, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, you know, what's the Christian version of this? But you, you genuinely like, us for what we we sound like and what our message is which is an amazing thing to hear so thank you so much and thank you Stephen. Uh, i want to thank all the new listeners that happen to come upon this podcast thinking it is a recipe show oh johnny taco is going to teach me how to make tacos you know because the uk don't know how to make tacos but I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I do have good news. And the good news is that Jesus died for your sins. And 
the edification that you get is through the testimonies of my guests and my constant babbling. Uh, for that, welcome. You did not come here by a mistake. God had something to talk to you about either uh, music or even some jokes about UK. You know, uh, God is in every every part of life. So welcome. I hope you enjoy the show. Um, to all the diehard listeners, and I know who you are because I have a specific set of skills, which is the social media, because I see you liking all my stuff. I just want to say thank you. You are the sour cream on this Taco Supreme and keep on talking about this. I am starting to get hungry. Uh, again, if you'd like to uh, show your support on the show, uh, you can hit me up in Zelle or or any of the other little cash app stuff if you want to donate or if you want a nice t-shirt go to Twisted Glitter like I said for the Valentine's uh, Valentine 23 you buy one get one half off so you get two shirts for $30 you can give yourself one and you can give your your wife or your girlfriend or your husband or somebody else um, the second one. I want to thank Stephen again from Confessions of a Traitor. Um, you can see him um, on any of the major um, the major streaming services. You can go on YouTube. Uh, they have a Facebook page, which is at the bottom. Uh, I just want to say. Y'all have a great week. God bless you. God keep you. Don't have yourself a good day. No good, sir. Have yourself a great day. I'm out. God bless you.
Echoes in 